Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. By the way, 61 days, Americans abandoned, trapped behind enemy lines. We're keeping count. We're not forgetting. And it's been over 40 days since Joe Biden even mentioned uh, the people that he abandoned. But there's this other factor now that is kicking him big time. And we've been discussing it. And that is that we now are at risk of losing literally thousands of men and women in our military because of Joe's vaccine mandate. The, the saddest thing to me are people that work in hospitals, you know, the people that were diving all over uh, COVID grenades every day to save their, their fellow citizens, literally walking into a Petri dish, many of them having natural immunity, haven't gotten sick because they care about people. Now now they're firing these teachers. I'm sorry, these these nurses, these frontline health workers. They're, they're just, you're out, you're out. We're going to replace you with the National Guard, they're being told in New York. It's unbelievable. We don't, truck drivers, same thing. They're not, uh, listen, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on radio and TV. I've given you my mantra. Take it seriously. Look at, research the hell out of this. There's a ton of research available Look at your unique medical history, current condition. Talk to your doctor. If you get a positive COVID test breakthrough or you're unvaccinated, call your doctor immediately. Ask them about monoclonal antibodies and therapeutics. And then you decide in consultation with your doctor. But this is now a huge issue. Cheryl Atkinson was talking to uh, Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson about the impact of these vaccine mandates. Here's what Ron Johnson said. It's going to be a disaster for our healthcare industry and for many segments of our economy. Senator Ron Johnson is a chief critic of federal vaccine mandates. Before President Biden announced the coercive freedom robbing mandate from the federal government, uh, hospitals that were mandating vac- vaccines, I've been hearing from their doctors, from their nurses, people that. Ha- are heroes. They, they, they read the science. They, they see the study out of Israel says that natural immunity is 13 to 27 times more effective than the vaccine. They're, they're treating the injuries. They're not going to get vaccinated. They don't want to lose their job. They love their jobs. They love taking care of patients. But what they're going to do is they're, they're going to be terminated. And then we are going to experience an enormous loss of manpower and experience and expertise in our healthcare system. It's, it's already occurring. By the way, that Israel study that we're, we're referring to, remember we had Robert Malone, the medical doctor that, that created the technology that allowed the creation of the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines. Uh, he's the one that cited that study. That was almost 800,000 people they looked at. I mean, this was a massive study. Um, and it's yet to be peer-reviewed, but the early what we're seeing early is even he's saying natural immunity is better than my technology. He invented the technology that allowed for Moderna and Pfizer. Anyway, how's this going to impact the country? Trey Penny is with us. Sergeant Trey, uh, 21 years, Dallas police force president of the Dallas, Texas national fallen officer foundation, Leo 2.0 Terrell Fox news contributor and civil rights attorney, Dr. Brian Tyson board certified with uh, family medicine and he's been on the front lines of proactive therapeutics like monoclonal antibodies for a long time. Uh, welcome, all of you. Um, Sergeant Penne, what are you hearing from police officers around the country? Chicago saying they're going to lose half their department? Yeah, you're right. And, and you know what, Chicago PD, our officers are ready to, to completely, uh, uh, you know, go in a standoff with this mayor. You know, they're, these guys are not... Uh, you got to understand our officers are, are special people. You know, we're we're trained 
uh, to be skeptical of behavior. And when you go and, and you tell these officers uh, over and over again that they're that that they have to now be forced uh, or else, I mean, officers are going to take a stand against that. And and I think Chicago and every officer across this country is prepared to take that stand because this is their life. This is this is how they live. They're, they're faced with threats every day in the street. And not only that, now you have to be worried about your job because you you choose not to get vaccinated. I mean, that's not fair. It's not fair, Sean. It's it's it, and it, we were told something very different, though, Leo. And, for example, in New York, where they have the, the mandate, and you have to have a, a vaccine passport. You have to have your vaccination card to get into any restaurant or to get into, uh, you know, a- any any sporting event, any indoor activity at all. They have a very low rate in the African-American community in New York City. These these op- everything is shut down for them. They can't even go to a restaurant now. Um, But I thought if we got the vaccine, we were protecting ourselves and it doesn't matter what other people do. It it doesn't. And here's the thing that makes it so amazing, Sean, because I'll tell you, you know, I'm not practicing law anymore, but my phone's been blown off the hook across the country. People saying I'm being denied services. Can I file a lawsuit? And I'll sit here and tell you this. In your monologue and with Senator Johnson, they ignore natural immunity. And I'm telling you that, you know, the the red state attorney generals are filing lawsuits and they're going to have to file lawsuits. The individuals are going to have to file lawsuits because the government cannot mandate this vaccine when there's alternatives to the vaccine, like natural immunities, like the one on one reference between the client, the doctor and the patient. You mean mean doctor patient confidentiality and medical privacy? Those things matter still? Because I thought I was the only one that believed that. No, those things matter tremendously. And here's the thing about it. They need to the government, the federal government, those state governments need to be put up, put their information in front of a court of law because there's too many alternatives, constitutional rights, privacy rights, First Amendment rights. And again, they're making it sound like the only way is the vaccine or else. And I say to you legally, that is absolutely wrong. Let me let me go to the medical side of this. Dr. Tyson, I'm not I, I didn't go to medical school. I, I am very hesitant in giving out medical advice. I bring on doctors I agree, agree with, disagree with just to inform people. And I'm telling people to do their own research, look at their unique medical history, their current condition. I'm saying, hey, I've seen the worst of this. Take it seriously. Um, no, now with breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated people testing positive, you know, know the right questions for your doctor. And one of them would be therapeutics. That would be monoclonal antibodies. For example, you've been on the front lines of this more proactive medicine, uh, and, and way ahead of the curve. Joe Biden only mentioned monoclonal antibodies for the first time two and a half weeks ago. And I'm like, where the hell have you been? Yeah, Sean. So, I mean, I, I think there's a couple of of uh, discussions that need to take place before you start mandating things. Number one is, does it prevent you from getting the infection? And clearly, the data shows that it does not prevent you from getting the infection. The second for the public health policy is, does it but, prevent but you from at least early, if you are vaccinated, to correct me if I'm wrong, the data shows that your risk is much lower for hospitalization and dying, correct? That is correct. But then that goes back to a personal choice. So, the public health sector is to prevent the spread of disease. If you can't prevent the spread of the disease, the disease with the therapeutic, then you can't mandate it onto the public. It's not like the, the argument of, I'm going to get a, my measles, mumps, and rubella shot you know, for my kids because it prevents them 
from getting the disease and prevents them from spreading the disease. Those are the two key indicators. So we've completely dismissed that part of it that you can still get it and you can still spread it. If that's the case, then it should be up to the individual to look at their risk factors, look at their, the, the risk to benefits of getting the vaccine, okay, and then they decide whether they want to get the vaccine or not. I think there's groups of people who need to get the vaccine, but I also think there are groups of people who don't need the vaccine. And natural immunity is, is absolute uh, a have, risk Have you read this Israel study that was almost 800,000 people? Yeah, and they showed a, a large uh, uh, response to um, natural infection is was 700 times higher than the vaccinated group. The, the reinfection rate was less than 1%. When we asked our public health official what the reinfection rate in the state of California is, the answer was, I don't know. We're not keeping track of that data. Well, why wow. are you not keeping track of that data? Sounds you like a lawsuit what the to reinfection me. rate is. Uh, say that again? Sounds like a lawsuit to me. I mean, the doctor just laid oh, out well, my the, case. The lawsuits coming out of this are going to be massive. I mean, that's not... Um, the week um, had a story today about COVID-19 is now the number one killer of Americans aged 35 to 54. What most Americans don't know, and, and Dr. Tyson, I'll throw this to you based on your medical expertise and, and being on the front lines of this. Why is it now impacting younger people? And why do we have more dead people in 2021 than 2020 when you have therapeutics that Joe never mentioned uh, like monoclonal antibodies, and and you had the three vaccines. Why are more people dead from COVID this year than last? Because exactly what you just said, they're taking away the therapeutics that are preventing uh, the progression of the disease. Um, and, and that's number one. We've been using uh, early treatment in our clinic since day one. If I gave my patients early treatment from day zero to seven, I have a 100% success rate against uh, mortality and a 99% success rate against hospitalization. Well, can I, can I tell you something? Because this, 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 look, I'm not, again, I'm not a doctor. So two <laughs> friends of mine, not vaccinated in Georgia, uh, a friend of mine, 74 years old, his wife is 68. He gets a positive COVID test. He calls me. What do I do? I said, first thing, you need to talk to your doctor. I said, if you need other doctors to talk to, I, I did hook him up with other doctors to get information. Um, he, within 24 hours, had Regeneron infused into his body. Within 48 hours, him and his wife were better. They, they didn't feel a single symptom. Now, I have two friends in Florida and one friend five minutes from my house, 10 minutes from my house. Both had breakthrough cases. They were fully vaccinated. But in all cases, it was a, a husband and wife in Florida, and a, a friend of mine here in New York, fully vaccinated. They got Regeneron uh, monoclonal antibodies within 24 hours. Like my friend in New York, he had the best 10 days of his life. He sent his family down to Florida and he went out fishing every day and had the time of his life. Yeah. And now with Joe Biden's policy, he's taken Regeneron away from us. Well, he's I have trying not to because to Ron well, DeSantis have, said, all right, with breakthrough to... cases, we need these I... centers set up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, I haven't been able to get Regeneron in the last month and a half. Are you kidding my me? Supply chain, no, my supply chain was, was cut off by his policy of the federal government taking over the distribution of Regeneron. Well, hang on a second. There's no shortage of monoclonal antibodies. I've never read one single story about a shortage of it. Why would he be rationing it if it works? Uh, it's 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 amazing. Wow. 
And then if you look at what just happened with the aspirin study, okay? Hey, yeah, you, I saw that. Right? So a 46 to 47% reduction in mortality just by using aspirin. And the very next day, the guidelines change for everybody who's had a heart attack and stroke saying they no longer need aspirin. What kind of nonsense is going on in this country? Well, this is why I like a lawsuit to play. To me. Sounds like a lawsuit. Sounds like a lawsuit, Leo. You're right. Go ahead, Leo. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, all this is evidence. This is the type of evidence. What you're hearing from the doctor, could you imagine how the government could... They cannot rebut this. This is a fact. This is evidence. This is a lawsuit just waiting in the wings. In the story. Yeah, and you, and you know something, Sean? This is going to have an adverse effect on, on our law enforcement as a whole. The way that they're doing this with this mandate, they're going to force our officers to have to leave the agency. They're going to have to leave. In, in order to prevent from being vaccinated, they're going to have to, they're going to be forced to retire. Or And we have some cities talking about laying these officers off. You know what that's going to do to crime in our community? If you think about the most senior officers, the, the most senior level of, of officers on this department have believed between tw- uh, 10 and 12 years on the eight, on the department. If those officers leave, do you can you just imagine what's going to happen to crime in our community? It's going to skyrocket, and that's exactly Sue. what's going to happen right now. They don't have to quit their jobs. Sue them. All right, 25 now until the top of the hour. All right, so we have members of the military. We have teachers. We have police officers. We have nurses. We have bus drivers, for crying out loud. We have people in every profession that are saying no to the Joe Biden mandate. Whether This is not about whether you agree with that or don't agree with that. We already have a supply chain shortage, but we're talking about literally thousands of unemployed people potentially impacted here whatever reason they make their decision and i do believe in freedom i do believe in in medical privacy i believe in doctor patient confidentiality now the question remains is let's talk about the legal side would it be a legal option if they got a test or agreed to get a test if they want to keep their job for example you're 17 years on the job as a police officer leo and you got in yeah. three years, you get a pension that you've earned. And now somebody just for whatever reason is not going to get the shot. Does that person now, would that be a fair constitutional option for people? Absolutely, because it's a viable alternative. Now, look, let's be very clear. These, these unions are in bed with the, the Democrats and Biden. But the individual ranking file members, yes, the scenario you just mentioned is a perfect challenge in court, where they can say, here's a viable alternative. I'll get tested. I don't want the shot. I don't need the shot. I get tested. And that judge is going to say, if that satisfies the concerns of the government or of the employer, that's fine. The doctor has already said it. The vaccine has already been proven. It doesn't stop transmission. It doesn't stop infection. So they can't make that argument. So I want to be very clear. Every individual rank and file officer, doctor, nurse, they should file a lawsuit. They're going to win. End of story. I think the number of lawsuits we're going to see here is uh, going to be astronomical. Dr. Tyson, you've been on the front lines. You've been a believer in therapeutics very early on. You've taken a lot of criticism for it. Am I, I, I gave you the instance, instances of people older, comp, you know, and, and they had some comorbidities, by the way. They had, they had pre-existing conditions, unvaccinated infusion within 24 hours of diagnosis of covid 74 and 68 a husband and wife completely fine breakthrough cases within 24 hours they get the infusion they're perfectly fine is that what you're seeing all over the country and how important if people do ask their doctors about monoclonal antibodies how important is time 
in regards to getting the infusion? So it's, it's extremely important in time. So time is the factor for early treatment. Um, if you get treatment within the first three days, your likelihood of success is, is almost 100%. Um, and use the monoclonal antibody treatments, use your nutraceuticals, use your aspirin, use your anti-clotting factors, okay, and then use whatever other treatments that your doctor uh, decides that you need at the time of, of uh, presentation. But it is extremely, extremely important to be treated in the first three days and, and no later than seven days of, of symptoms. Okay, so it's it's that important that early, like for example, the Henry Ford study on HCQ, and then it was followed up by subsequent studies that said taken early, it had what an an eighty four percent of sixty four percent sixty four percent effectiveness yeah. in mitigating and, symptoms. And, yeah, right. So it it showed a sixty four percent reduction in mortality. Aspirin forty six percent reduction in mortality. Monoclonal antibodies, you know, up to 85 to 90% reduction in mortality, okay? Wow. These things, when used together and using early treatment, is, is the, the success and the way out of this pandemic. The vaccines are leaking. They're not working any longer. That's why you're going to booster number three and booster number four in Israel, okay? The vaccine breakthrough rates are showing now that the vaccines have an efficiency of less than 50%. When it gets below 50%, they're supposed to be pulled off the market if they're under emergency use authorization. They should not be given anymore, according to the own FDA guidelines for emergency use authorization uh, uh, description. It, they, they need to be pulled. It's not keep giving more. It's what are the alternatives? Use the alternatives. Today, the NIH still doesn't even recognize aspirin as an early outpatient treatment. Let me, let me, let me, you know, this, this really, when I saw that article about aspirin, I, I said, you've got to be kidding me. Because, you know, this, this is what has frustrated so many people. And I argue that it's the CDC. It's Dr. Fauci. It's the NIH. It's Joe Biden. You know, the classic example of Biden that I use, Sergeant uh, Trey. I, I don't know whether to call you Trey. I know you as Trey, but Sergeant <laughs> Penne. I, I, I've got to be more formal, I guess, on radio, but you're my buddy, so I call you Trey. And anyway, so you look at all of these options available for people, and, and they're not even, there's one size fits all medicine. Now, there are rare conditions that prevent people from getting the vaccine. It would be harmful to them. We've interviewed some of these people. We've interviewed doctors that say there are rare conditions. I, I, you know, I don't know where this is headed, but, you know, if you think defund and dismantle the police was bad, if we lose half a police force, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah, it, it definitely will. Now, you got to think, if you, if, let's just go back to 2020 at the height of this, of, of this virus, right? Any officer, we know that any officer would basically lay their lives down for, for anybody in the general, general public. I mean, that's just what we do. But it, at the height of the virus in 2020, when it was hitting New York, we had officers in Denver and other agencies that volunteered for the, for the Moderna trials, not because they were better than anybody else, but these guys were, were concerned. They were like, hey, we want to make sure that the government is not trying to sacrifice people, right? Not trying to sacrifice our officers. So they put their lives on the line and they volunteered for trials, right? Nobody knew anything about what these things were going to do. And they did it just so they could, they, they could prove that these, these, that this virus would be okay if they took, that this, this, this vaccine would be okay if they took it. Well, officers volunteered to do that. They, they end up vaccinating everybody and doing that. And now you have a situation where the vaccines are no longer working. And now the government is going to come back and tell these officers, now we're going to force you to do it. Even though they volunteered on their own to do it, 
Now you're going to force officers that didn't that didn't even have to they didn't have to go that route because they had an opportunity to see what it did for other people. It should be up to those officers to make a decision about where they go and how they take care of their own lives and dealing with this virus. We I don't know what what else works. I mean we we we've, we've seen the virus. We're talking about antibodies. We're talking about all these different treatments. Sean, we don't know what works. And, and the misinformation coming from the government is not helping us, especially in law enforcement. It's, in fact, it's making us more skeptical and not wanting to go out and do uh, therapy. Well, what are your fellow officers telling you? They're, they're, tired, they're tired of the overreach. They, think they are tired of government sticking their hands into their lives. They want to be able to deal with their own doctors. They want to be able to deal with their own families. They want to be able to take care of this themselves. And if they don't choose, if they don't, if they don't uh, at this point, don't trust the virus or don't trust the vaccine, they should not be required to do it. Many of them have had it already and have, have recovered from it. So they believe that they're fine. And yeah. mm-hmm. if they have been sick yet and they're out here dealing with dealing with people in, 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 uh, in society that have may or may not have the virus. Look, if these guys have already overcome it and they're not getting they're not getting reinfected, then they should be allowed to, to work and do their job as they will. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, Leo, you said there's going to be a lot of lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. Leo, why don't we go into business together and we'll, we'll, we'll create a class action lawsuit and we'll do it together. What do you think? Sean, let me tell you right now, I want everyone listening to you in this segment. I'm, ju- I'm not, I'm not, listen. listen, it's a serious issue. So I'm just trying no, to give a little no, levity I, to I, it, I, but you know what? People are passionate. I've talked to people about vaccines. I have friends of mine vaccinated. I have friends that are not vaccinated. We have had passionate discussions, and I will say this, in almost every case, there are a few that exceptions, the ones that chose not to get vaccinated, they're pretty well informed. They, they, they're not, this was not a haphazard decision on their part. Sean, what right, the doctor right. said, what the doctor said, what Trey said, what I've said, every listener should record this. This is pure, solid evidence in court. Everyone should record what this radio segment, because this is overwhelming evidence why these mandates are ridiculous. Yeah. Dr. Tyson, you know, I'm looking at this and and as you rightly point out, you think that certain groups, it's funny when Dr. Malone, who created the technology for mRNA, I want to go back to him for a second because we interviewed him. In other words, without his advancement in terms of the technology, medical technology, there wouldn't be a Pfizer vaccine. There wouldn't be a Moderna vaccine. J&J is a little bit different. Okay. He even cites the Israel study that we mentioned in the last half hour as proof. He says, as, as good as I think my technology is, it is not perfected yet, is what he said to me. And then he said, you know, he recommends it, but, but he has different guidelines than the CDC. That's his opinion. He's a medical doctor and he's created the technology, knows more than I do. I never went to medical school. And anyway, and then he says, but but we have all of these nurses, for example, in hospitals that were diving on on covid grenades every day because they were working in the middle of a covid Petri dish. And I'm like, why would we fire those people that risk their lives to save so many other people's lives? Same with soldiers, too. Yeah, and I don't understand it because, you know, like I've, I've been telling people, you know, I've been doing this for 18, uh, well, 20 months now, if you keep adding this up. Um, and I see positive patients and our staff sees positive patients every single day in our clinic, every single day. You know what our reinfection rate is? Zero. Zero. Uh, now, one I mean, of my that, staff that... who's had COVID has gotten COVID again. I also 
uh, take care of both hospitals, the nurses, they all come to our urgent care from both Pioneers and El Centro Regional. You know what their reinfection rate was? One. Wow. I had one nurse who got reinfected. Out of both hospitals, all of the staff that sees these patients every single day. We checked our antibody levels, and, and me and my wife had been six uh, last October. We're talking one year later. Both of our antibody levels are within the vaccinated range, and mine is 17 times higher than the vaccinated range. Wow. So we know that natural immunity is real. We know that natural immunity is robust. And we know that those who've had COVID before do not need the vaccine, which gives you a six to eight times higher adverse reaction rate than the normal person. Wow. Quick break. We're going to continue with our panel on the other side. Uh, Sergeant Trey Penny, Leo 2.0, Terrell, Dr. Brian Tyson, as we continue. is next you do not want to miss it and stay tuned for the final hour free for all on the sean hannity show Sergeant Trey Penny, Dr. Brian Tyson, Leo 2.0 Terrell. I'm listening very, very closely. And look, I'm not the expert here. <laughs> Am I saying it right to my audience? Because there's a lot of pressure that's been brought down on me, Dr. Tyson. I know you get you get hit all the time, too, because you believe in monoclonal antibodies and therapeutics and proactive medicine, et cetera. And everybody wants to criticize everybody. I loved how Joe Rogan beat the crap out of Dr. Gupta uh, last night. Um, destroyed him oh my gosh mm-hmm. it was just such destroyed a beatdown. uh it yes beat down. it is in animals there is a version of that medicine and but there's also the version for humans that won the nobel peace prize in 2015 the company says it is not effective other people have anecdotal information i i that's between a patient and a doctor i don't want to even get into it but i'm just i, I want p- people to hear you and i want to ask you if my advice is good I tell people, take it seriously. I've, we've lost 700,000 people in this country. Take it seriously. Do your research so you can ask your doctor smart questions. There's a ton of research. Take into account your unique medical condition, your current uh, medical history, your, your condition that you have today. Then ask your doctor, doctors, medical professionals you trust. Am I giving the right advice or no? You're giving the right advice, Sean, and I think that's how all medical decisions should be made, is it should be a doctor-patient relationship. When the doctor-patient relationship is interrupted by mandates or county orders or state orders or governor orders, that interferes with with informed consent, okay? And that is a big term, informed consent. I'm obligated to tell my patients, these are the risks, these are the benefits. Then they have the decision to decide yes or no. You still have to sign a consent form to get the vaccine, but yet it's mandated. So then why do you have to sign a consent form? (laughs) You don't get informed consent. It's not informed any longer. It's mandated consent. And that That, that goes against all medical principles. 
I, I just can't believe, and, and I will tell you, I'm getting a little sick and tired, Leo, I'll throw this at you, of people saying the hell with your freedoms, and, you know, sometimes you have to give up your freedom and liberty, as Dr. Fauci says, for the greater good. Well, I guess for the greater good, you can confiscate wow. 99% of everything everybody makes and have that perfect Marxist utopia, you know, from each according to their ability you know, to each according to their need. How did that end? Not very well. Just like socialism tried in every manifestation. It didn't end well. Well, you said it, Sean. Those clowns who are yelling, uh, you know, you got to give for your freedom. Those are socialists. Those are Marxists. Let me tell you right now, you don't, you don't get, this country prides itself on liberty and freedom. And that's what's being taken away by these mandates. The, the good doctor is laid out just overwhelming evidence that would just neutralize all these outrageous mandate. They're illegal. They're basically illegal. So when you hear these people talking about giving up our constitutional right of freedom, our privacy rights, those are ingrained in America. And you know what? They don't have a legitimate reason to mandate it. This radio segment on COVID-19, all the alternatives, this is an invaluable segment for everyone listening to record and keep. Because this is pure factual evidence. They're trying to use this for control, Sean. The, the Fed, the Democrats, Biden, this is nothing more than a totalitarian control if this over is, America. But it's going to cripple society right. at a point when our economy can't handle it. It's going to be a disaster for national uh, security. 2022, there's going to be a turnaround in 2022. This thing, is, this thing has a, a shelf life. 2022 is the turnaround, Sean. And you know what's going to happen right. in 2024. All right, last That's word, right. Dr. Tyson. Even even look what's going on in the state of California. Now they're trying to mandate it all the way down to age 12 for all school age kids to get the, to mandate the vaccine to a, attend school. So kids are going to be pulled out of school because the parents don't want these mandates, which are completely useless in that age group and just full of adverse effects. I got to thank you all for joining us. Dr. Penny, my best to all the men in blue that risk their lives every day to protect us and keep us safe and secure. Uh, Dr. Tyson, thank you. You're on the front lines. You're diving on COVID grenades and have been for almost two straight years now. You're on the front lines of this. Uh, Thanks for what you do. Uh, Leo 2.0 Terrell, I'd hire you as an attorney any day. You know, I I think you were born to do this, Leo. You're good at what you do. Thank you.